Drew Garabo Live is back. Seth Picture Music. Yeah, on Tuesdays. Paul Simon. I think the video had Chevy Chase and Steve Martin, I think. A man walks down the street. He says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why Maybe just Chevy Chase. I just remember Chevy. My life is so hard. I had a crush on him when I was a baby. Who, Chevy Chase? Yeah, like 10 years old. No, I, I don't know. In a cartoon, Chevy Chase, Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> and who? Anthony Bourdain? Yeah, those are my boys. <laughs> like a unique looking man. Yeah. I saw a lady who looked like Anthony Bourdain last night. It made me think of you, Micah. It's very oh, flattering to that lady. Yeah. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long lost pal. Steve joking put the video up there because I, I want to say Steve Martin at least made a cameo. Call me, you can call me uh, back when videos mattered. Man walks down the street, this album, by the way, that uh, Paul Simon put out, Graceland, he used legit African musicians. There's Chevy. And uh, it had a cool sound to it. It came out when I was working at a record store, Musicland, in the Florida Mall. So this is one of the... We had an in-store copy, so we played it nonstop. Look at Chevy there. Are you getting all hot for him? He's Mike? handsome. He's a handsome guy. Oh, get, get out of here. Extremely Gosh. charismatic. Have you seen the new vacation movie? Very no. bloated. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Micah finds Rick Moranis attractive. <laughs> <also>. <laughs> Can I see a pig? Really, I, I kind of look like this, Micah. Did you ever see the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? <sighs> yeah, of course. Yeah, that's him. Rick, that's it. Yeah, they go with the glasses. Yeah, Rick no. Moranis. Little yeah. Giants. What about uh, the Ghostbusters? So he's like, hey, you want to come back? I got some supplements in uh, My Blue Heaven. <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, my God. <laughs> Suddenly see. Well, he didn't sing that. She did. <laughs> Suddenly, Come Seymour. Here, Seymour. Feed me, Feed Seymour. Me, Seymour. Yeah. I don't know, Audrey. It just looks like it could be a bad idea. <laughs> Suddenly, Seymour is standing beside me. <laughs> I, that I go so gay for that movie. Like that, I am. When I was younger, just a bad little kid. My mama noticed funny things I did. Like shooting puppies with a BB gun. I'd poison guppies, and when I was done, I'd find a pussycat and bash in his head. That's when my mama said, What did she say? She said, My boy, someday you'll be. You'll be a dentist. Who was the patient? Who? Bill Murray. Was that a musical? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Bill Murray's- and we'll go downtown oh. where your life's a mess. Yeah. I'm telling you, Mike is going to end up uh, dating a 60-year-old. For sure. Have you seen Little Shop of Horrors that they're showing yes, right I've now? Yes, I've seen Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, um, man. I love Bill Murray movies. Groundhog's Day. Okay, now we're talking. Uh, what, what about, about Bob? Bob? Yeah, that's a fantastic that film. That one? Oh, yep. my gosh. Right, there's, there's, That'll give me that giggle box all day. Good. Ooh. That means you're human. That's a, that's a fantastic film. Wow. I, I Just looking at Laudry 2 there. Oh, she wanted blood. Wow. What caused her superpowers? Total eclipse of the sun. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 727-579-122. I don't know why she was special in the first place. I think she came from outer space. Yeah. For some reason, like, it, it, she just came from outer space. Now I want to put on the Little Shop of Horror soundtrack. <laughs> oh, do you? Instead of uh, instead of Paul Simon's Graceland. I like Simon and Garfunkel. They had some cool folk songs. But he really showed a lot of uh, world range by putting African musicians, Ladysmith, Black, Mambazo. Yeah, Garfunkel was holding back Simon's African side. You know why Garfunkel was in the band? No. Only because Paul Simon had crippling stage fright. Short guy that didn't stop Bono. Short guy felt very awkward on stage, so he's like, 
I'm going to get the tallest, dorkiest, Jufro sporting guy that I can find, and we're going to be a duet. We're Simon and Garfunkel now. It's not Paul Simon. It's Simon and Garfunkel. And Garfunkel's like, I'll be happy to play that role for you, buddy. <laughs> and then, you know, Garfunkel wanted to get some credit. He wanted to write some songs. And Simon's like, you're a, you're a freaking mascot, bro. Not in so many words. Diamonds on the soles of shoes. Cool stuff, though, right? Like, neat sound? Oh, yeah. I'm going to listen to it all tonight while I'm watching Little Shop of Horrors. God, it's such a great movie. This reminds me of the music they play at Bush Gardens. Okay, it kind of does. You're right. You're right. It does. Like the safari walk. You're right. I got nothing. This is when the plant wants to get some blood. This is when the game changed. Sounds like the intro to Night Court. (laughs) It really did. Sorry, Harry Anderson. We're having some fun now. What's up, Earl? Yeah, Drew, I was wondering if you saw the original Little Shop of Horrors in black and white. Once, yeah, it had Jack Nicholson in it, and I remember I felt like I needed to see it because there was an original, and I watched it, and I immediately regretted it. One of the rare cases where the sequel, the remake, far exceeded the original. There are two movies like that. Uh, the other is Cape Fear with Robert De Niro. I think the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the remake is so much better than the original with Gregory Peck, I believe. Listen, look at me getting my TM pal on over here, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I got a great show there, Drew. Oh, thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. We paint each other up, fruitcake. We're good like that. All right, Sizzle Chest, <laughs> 727-579-1025. So I want to hear somebody react to, like, didn't Phoebe tell you that she loved you before you were ready to say, I love you back? Oh, yeah. In the shower. No. What? No, that's where I asked her to be my lady. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Where I had all the candles going, Yeah, John. yeah, yeah. I think but about that often. <laughs> I think if my if my Kushner history is accurate, I think that she told you a long time before you were ready to say it back. Yeah. She did. She sent a text message that was meant for Danielle, and it said, I, I I, think I love him. And I thought it was all ruse just for her to tell me how she felt. Right. Mm-hmm. Text messaging, you know, it was new 10 years ago. Sure, you, you could easily. <laughs> I mean, even with today's modern, you can easily send an errant text. But I said, no, I, I thought, okay, this is just her crafty way of telling me. So I didn't text her back until she started calling me and she was crying. And then after that, so she said that, and probably about eight months later, I told her that I loved her. If I remember correctly, was that via text message? I don't know. I don't think so. So wait a minute. So so she sends a text that says, I think I love him, and she means that for Danielle. Yeah, but I thought that she was just trying to send it to me. So you're like, oh, okay, ooh, accidental one right there. So uh, by the way, Danielle literally just texted me and said, I was in the Little Shop of Horrors musical at my school. Does that give me street cred? Sure. Largo's finest over there. <laughs> <laughs> so so she, she realizes that she has sent you that text mistakenly yes. and that you have not said I love you back. Correct, and I didn't, so she, for, I didn't for the longest time. Because I I didn't want to tell somebody to me telling a girl that you love them that's almost like marrying them so I didn't want to get in too deep I wanted to make sure that's how I really felt sure but when she called you crying and said oh my god I'm so sorry I sent this did you say but do you love me or well, were you terrified oh well I mean I didn't answer when she was calling so I I, <laughs> I ignored her for a long time to really. 
teach her a lesson <laughs> about telling me that she loved me early on. <laughs> we, we really can't take any calls on this now. You 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 like you 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 rule this topic. Well, I mean, you can't you can't back somebody into a corner to to love them. If you got a you got just because somebody says I love you doesn't mean you necessarily love them back all the time. And then it was another eight months until she got the official I love you. It was eight, it was eight months to a year. It was not it, earlier than eight months, but it, it was probably one of the greatest days of her life when I did say those words back to her. I remember we just talked about it, um, and I remember it had something to do with you ordering like a to go order or something. And, and you just threw out like a, you know, I love you. It wasn't like a big heartfelt right, moment. Right. It wasn't like, hey, sit down. I've got something to tell yeah. you. It was like, oh, yeah, and I'll take a peach milkshake. By yeah. the way, I love you. You know, by, I love you. By the way, John knows my life at this point better yeah. than I do. Yeah, because I don't remember when I said I love you for the first time. But I trust that you do, John. So Thanks, I'll, go, I'll go with that story. <laughs> <laughs> Should a guy remember like the first time he yeah. said I love you to his wife? Oh, for sure. No, get out of here. You don't. You have no idea. So I, <laughs> I really don't. So um, the thing is this. The, there's a local story. Pinellas Park, a dude named Tan Dong. <laughs> How Tan? T H A N H D U O N G. That's clearly Tan Dong, right? He's been doing some nude sunbathing. I, I, his name is Tan Dong. Uh, he's driving on Saturday morning, and his girlfriend, or a woman he wants to be his girlfriend, is sitting in the car next to him. He says, I love you. Much like Seth Kushner, she didn't say, I love you back. So he said, I'm going to harm us both. He accelerates down a dead-end street, and he crashes into a house. Did it say how long they had been together? Uh, it does not. Okay. No. It, it just says that uh, Tan Dong was arrested and charged with criminal mischief and aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. Is there ever I mean, is there ever a good time to say I love you? Would you recommend not doing it while you're driving? Probably not while you're driving. Ooh, hotline call. I hope that's Phoebe. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's the other half who was there with Phoebe that day. Were you really in Little Shop of Horrors? I was, yes. Who were you? Were you Audrey? Two, were you Audrey one or Audrey two? I don't want to talk about it. I was not very successful in high school, so I was like an understudy to Audrey, and then I was brunette, one of the uh, girls. Oh, oh yeah, one of the sure, one of the uh, one of the shadoop. Boop, shadow. Oh, you yeah, must one great. of the ones that shows up just because you have to give them a part because they Aww. try so hard all the time. So sad. They're not really, uh, really good at anything. <laughs> are you here to uh, to shine a little historic light on uh, Phoebe accidentally telling Seth that uh, she loved him? I just remember, because I was on the... So, yes, I was supposed to be on the receiving end of that text, and then I became on the receiving end of a great number of texts because he wasn't answering any of her calls or responding to her at all. So it went from this, like, we were having a nice conversation, and, like, she came to this realization, and she was so excited, and then all of a sudden it's, like, full-on panic mode, and he's not, like, she wants to throw up, and she's just going to end it all. She doesn't know what to do, and he's just like, I don't know what to do because I'm friends with both of them, so I'm very aware, like, if I would have called or something, he probably would have answered the phone, and I could have talked to him, but right. I didn't know I didn't know what to do. <laughs> well, whatever you did, you clearly did it well because not only did he eventually say I love you after about eight months of agony, uh, but they're still frigging together and they're one of the, uh, along with you and your husband, uh, some of my favorite couples and, and longest running couples in love in the world. I don't really think I did anything, though. There was just a period of time toward the beginning of Seth and Phoebe's relationship where I was just a listening ear for a mm. lot of tears and things that Seth was kind of doing wrong. No doubt, uh, Danielle. When I was uh, courting you yes. for that short night back uh, back in the day, I didn't I didn't say I loved you, did I? No, no, okay. no, no. Good. It, it was something to the effect of like, 
like Mike had brought us in the show and you said something about liking me and then you just kind of said that it wasn't false. And I was like, okay, well, let's just go to Ferg's. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> man, man, what an interesting triangle. Oh, this is. It's fun. <laughs> and, and still to this day, you're really good friends with Danielle. Your wife is really good friends yeah. with Danielle. It's I keep it all together, Garabo. You certainly do. You are a, you are a man of amazing charisma and talent. It's a fun story to tell. <laughs> it certainly is. Uh, well, thank you, Danielle, for shedding some insight on one of my favorite stories of all time. Love you. Hey, no problem. Bye. Love you guys. Love you. Oh, God, that's the worst. What? What? Well, well, when you say I love you, and she goes, "I love you guys." She, well, she loves us. She can't face me head on, so she's got to love the whole room. She just wants to, It's not the whole room. She loves us guys. No, I mean, who knows who's included in that? I mean, I'm included in that. Like the two of us are included. I mean, I've had her milk before. I have to be included. <laughs> you don't. She doesn't have to love you to let well, you drink her breast milk. Yeah, we're closer than most. Did you eat her placenta? Her ground up placenta? Not yet. That no, would be love. No, she oh. doesn't give those pills right. out to, unless they're people that she loves. Have you? A couple times. Let me ask you a question. I was about- feeling a little down. <laughs> I was like, what- I need a little energy. And she's like, try some of my ground up placenta. Oh, that's why you're skinny. I was like, I was like a new man. Yeah, it's glowing. Uh, whenever Danielle comes over to our house, I always talk to her about the placenta thing because I think it's weird. So, so she gives birth, and then a lady meets her husband in the parking lot of the hospital. That's right. And then he gives her the the placenta <laughs> yeah. to crush up and put in pill form. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. how do you know that it's actually? Your placenta. What if she's got six to eight placentas and her? And yeah, you her, watch her do it. It's like one of those open air kitchens. Not this one. Oh, it's an, not this. They just take it away and you still stay at the hospital. Oh no no no! Now I'm I, watching them grind up my placenta. Well, well, you keep saying crushing and grinding. Is, yeah. is placenta not a liquid like substance? No, it's a it's a it's a gelatinous blob. Well, it's just crushing and Jelly grinding. Fish. Yeah, well, they put it in a pill. Yeah, like you could put a jellyfish in a pill if you have the right grinder. Now, Trust me. <laughs> They, no, I found out from her that they also have one where they will come to your house and they'll do the placenta that right in front of you. Yeah, that, I need that one because the other one, who knows it's my placenta. They take that placenta, they sell it to somebody else for like $8,000. Yeah, and Daniel said she's not even worried about if it's her placenta or not. It's not her placenta. Placenta's yeah. placenta. No, at no the end it's of the not. Day. That's, no, easy, it's not. that's easy for the novice to say. It is. Those of us who are experienced in the placentic arts, we know better. I'm not experienced, but I did know that it's not in liquid form, John. I don't feel like there's a big market for this. Well, it's, it's, it's not solid. Oh, well, it's Micah, you are one. You're one step of kava away from making your doing your own placenta pills. <laughs> He's right, <laughs> placenta tea. <laughs> he is right. You know, get breathe new life into yourself with placenta tea. I I would try that. Oh yeah. I mean, as long as it's legit, and, you know, placenta. John, what's up? Hey, what's going on, Drew? What's up, fruitcake? Hey, uh, I just want to let you know I went to Caliente for the first time the other day, and I saw a lot of good-looking old ladies, and I loved it. L-O-D. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? Oh. That's all he had. made an impact. Well, there were some, had fun. I mean, there were good-looking old ladies there on uh, on Sunday. <laughs> Did you already talk about that thing you no, told us I that didn't. you saw? No, I, I, I'll, I'll save that for 4.30. No, you did talk about that. Not on the air. Yeah, you did. About the, the lap dance? No, no, that's not oh, true. Oh, I talked about the dingling. It's absolutely. No, it's not. A lady gave a naked lap dance to her wheelchair-bound dad. Uh, I don't believe uh, it. You don't have to believe it. Lilu Love can verify. But My girlfriend you know? can verify. How do you know it was a, a father-daughter? They, they asked. They said, is that your dad or your stepdad? And what? she's like, that's my dad. He's going to motorboat me. Watch. No. Uh, they, they were just messing around. They were joshing. Nobody was joshing. Nobody was messing around. Speaking of Josh, Josh Cassio is on his way here. Fox 13, what does he want? Wants uh, to see if we're talking about the Super Bowl. I told him we were talking about nothing but. Yeah, we'll, we'll save it for when he gets here. What, the placenta talk? The, uh... Yeah. I, I, yeah. 
the uh, the, the, the the naked lap dance on the. I swear to you. No, I don't. They were messing with you. They were not messing. This lady looked like the type of lady you would give her dad a naked lap he, dance. Drew knows. This is his. These are his people. They're, they're not my people. Drew? Those are your people. They are my people. So, so a father is going to motorboat his daughter. In public, so not only is there a father-daughter combo at the nudist resort, which is which is kind of strange. I know I'm, I know I'm you know not like Drew, but I think that's a little weird. So they're naked together at Caliente, and then he's motorboating her. That's exactly what happened, and she was backing it up onto him. No, he's th- in a wheelchair. There's a whole big thing, and she's naked. Naked. So she, I'm uncomfortable, she, and this happened three days ago. I, I could not believe it was happening, and to make matters even weirder, Lilu's dad was there, but just not hanging out with us. Oh, God. So me and Lilu's husband were talking about the fact whether it was okay or not okay, because we do that in real life, that Lilu's dad was even there. Did he see her naked that day? Who, Lilu's dad? Yeah. No, she wore a thong. No top, though. But, so so he saw her in a thong, no top? Yeah. Oh, man, what is going on out there? Well, he didn't motor, she didn't motorboat him or anything. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's the thing. <laughs> you already have to take the situation through a skewed view, because once you get in, and, and I apologize if this is offensive, Drew, once you get into that community, things are just different. Things that you would, might see, mm. it, you know, it doesn't apply to the normal world. Okay. Is that, am I right? Yes. I think so, yeah. So yeah. it's not really that weird. It's It's weird. Oh. It, I mean, it, when it happened, it was very, very weird. John, we we had people on a couple of weeks ago where there was a daughter who was going to take her mom and dad to the strip club. Yeah. We found that to be highly fascinating. Now this is to the next level where they're all naked together and they're motorboating each other. Well, when you grow up in a nudist family and you, you attend the nudist colonies regularly, it, you are obviously very comfortable with yourself and your family's body. When do you get to the point where you're comfortable motorboating your daughter, John? I don't know. I don't he know. was. By the way, you know, I forgot to tell you guys who I met. <laughs> Remember the uh, the dude, uh, I met him at the bowling alley. The guy who we thought was a pedophile because he was with his babysitter. Oh, yes. Yeah. They came up to Pin Chasers on Good. Wednesday night. He's a normal guy, isn't he? I met him in, when he picked up his tickets. Is he a pedophile? How hot's the babysitter? She's attractive. <laughs> <laughs> now, she's 19 now, so you can, you, know, you can say she's hot. She's attractive. Yeah. But- you know, he was with her when she was what sixteen. I mean, he wasn't with her. Well, she he, was. He met her when she was thirteen. Yeah, oh. and he was banging her when she was thirteen. No, no he, he was, was not. not. Come oh, on. What, how do you like? So the day he turned, she turned sixteen. <laughs> he's just like, okay, now we can do this. You've been in my house for uh, all these years. He might have groomed her, lurking around, and and now today's the day I'm gonna bang you. That was what he wants people to think. But I would bet money he was banging her for years leading up to that. I met him. He seems like a nice guy. That's what I said. But but when I met her, I was like, wow. Blink three times if you need me to call the authorities. I know. It was very, very unique. But I, I believe him. I don't think that he uh, I don't think that he railed her until she was legal. Until the day she turned 16. 18. 18. 18. <laughs> that seems even more likely. Less likely. I swear to you, this motorboat. Hold on one second. If, Who are you calling? Let's see if my girlfriend will verify this story. But you don't actually know if it was a real father-daughter. That's what they said. But th- who's they? They, the people, them. They were just, Whoa, are, they they were, were, are they with MSNBC or are they just people? Just people. Who's busting your coconuts, man? Yeah, that's what they do out there. Oh, yeah, hey, they're related. Hey, hey look at this. is my dad motorboating yeah. me. <laughs> you guys are going to feel real stupid when I prove you wrong. That if your girlfriend... Yeah. No. Hi. Hi. Can you uh, can you please verify to these uh, non-believers that that was indeed a a daughter daddy motorboat situation? <laughs> yeah. From what I was told, I still don't believe it. I mean, it still just seems insane to me. But yeah, it. Lilu said that the lady told him that that was. 
Oh, gosh. No, no. No, no. The oh, truth, God. The truth. Nobody wants the truth out no there. No one wants the truth out there. The truth is being jammed. Where are you? Are you in the bathroom? No. Oh. Do you want to spank your bare ass to show what a bad girl you are for having such a lousy phone connection? Do it right now. No. Hold on. Let me go outside. Is it really? Is it... Spank yourself. <laughs> yeah, Micah wants you to. Mike, yeah, Micah said, Micah said to be a beacon of positivity and good vibes and spank yourself right now. I am not going to do that. Fine. So how aggressive was this lap dance? Was she like dropping it low? She dropped it low. She backed that ass up. And when you're nude and you drop it low. On your dad. Yeah, like, you know, things show. It was. Cool, thanks. (laughs) I mean, it was, it was, it was. And I think we started talking about that because I brought up a story I found today where there was a, a, a former porn star whose father said he was very proud of her for getting into porn. There is. So, which means he probably saw her nude. Also, we we live in a weird world. Yeah. Listen, we we couldn't even do if we said, "Hey, call up if you think your daughter's hot." We couldn't get anybody to call for that. We did. No, no, nobody would call for that. No. But you're telling me they're out there motorboating. They're happy their daughters are in porn. You guys used to have that creepy guy that called his daughter was a hard rock model, and he used to call up all the time and talk about how hot she was. Oh yeah. Creepy dad, whatever happened to him? Creepy dudes exist out there that want to bang their daughters. Oh, man, I miss creepy dad. You think he's still out there? He's motorboat him. Wait, I'm sorry. Um, I, I wasn't on the show. Oh, that was Gio the in-your-face thing. Yeah. Are, wait, now, just for what John said, because you're a father, uh-huh. are there, there are fathers out there that want to hook up with their daughter because no. they're so hot? No, not hook up. Okay. No. no. But, uh, you know, there, there are dads who would say their daughter is hot, sexy even, which is gross. Oh, boy. What's up, Frico Suave? Oh, I have two points to make, Drew. Our own president said that if, his, if he was his daughter's age, he would date her. So, I mean, that, that that's out there. That is true. Um, but also, Seth, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, I'm a connoisseur of Kushner, Kushner history as well. <laughs> didn't, you used to, didn't you used to go skinny dipping with your, or not skinny dipping, but naked swimming with your dad? Oh, damn. Well, it wasn't so much my dad. It was just pretty much my whole family minus my mom. But uh, <laughs> yes, yes, we did a lot of uh, pool baseball naked and pool Dude, basketball. You're, and- you're one motorboat away from being <laughs> this guy. <laughs> uh, and John? Yes, John, yes, my dear. I hope you don't take. I hope you don't take offense to, to my tweet about my, you know, having another Twitter boyfriend because I love Josh Castillo too. Oh, well, me too. Yep. Well, then you're gonna want to watch Fox 13 News tonight because you'll get uh, both of what you need. You'll get us and you'll get Josh Cassio. Oh, daddy. Hey, Frico, did you see that picture? <laughs> yeah. Did you see that picture? Micro Rotunda tweeted of John sending back in the day, and if so, oh. do you think that John looked like a young avocado rocker? Oof. I. I'd still bang him. <laughs> well, you, I don't know if you saw that. You saw that photo and you would still bang him. Your love for him is undying. I, I, I haven't seen it, but, oh. like, you know, don't. knowing, you know, just just knowing the John that I know now, yeah. I, I'd still bang him. But, John, make sure you text me. You have my number. You said you wanted to go to the movies to see um, uh, the, new, the new movie with Amy Schumer. I'll go with you. Okay, absolutely. Let's go. Movie. I'll, I'll bring the popcorn. Oh, yeah, gross. On with the, the hole cut in the uh, <laughs> bottom of the. Of course. Yeah, John, in that picture, Micah tweeted, "You look like an unemployed art teacher." Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was the. Uh, it, had, it, it had horizontal stripes on it. Like first leaf. of all, okay, it has the horizontal stripes, which makes me look wider. It was a fluffy shirt. Mm. I was in the process of growing out my hair. I was in a weird place. I'm a lot with, of excuses with my image. Okay, uh-huh. I, I just. Where are you at now with your image? I don't know. I should be in a better place. I've. I'm in. The, yeah. Uh, it's wrestling shirt Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be confused with wrestling shirt Thursday. Uh, Bobby, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grab Live. Hey, you. Bobby, we love you, New Age Shooter. Hey, Drew. Hey, hey, how you doing, buddy? What's up, dude? Hey, just 
let you know. Mm-hmm. That's uh, my family. We do that at all the all the nudist clubs around the country. Come on, get that out of here my, with that my, nonsense. My brother Freddie. That was my niece Liza. Mm-hmm. She. That's the thing they like to do. She likes to back it up. He's in a wheelchair. It's quite the spectacle. Apparently, everyone's talking about it. I, I guess you know, I don't think I don't feel like he's joking, but well, I also don't believe him. Well, only because I have heard uh, from what? from you and others that there are people there that really specialize in putting on shows for the group. Exactly, you hit it on the head, John Senning. You're a smart man. You're a smart <laughs> now man. Now I know he's full now, of crap. Drew, yes, Drew is just in it just for the sexual thing. We like to have fun with it, you know. <laughs> okay, come have fun in the studio with us. Yeah, bring bring your. Uh, hey, we'll come in there. Right. Bring Liza and Grandpa the dangle, and Wangle and then. Uh, that we uh, we had a lot of fun there. My uh, elderly grandmother, she actually backed it up real fat for uh, my uh, grandson. Okay. <laughs> so right. uh, you know, uh, we have fun out there at the strip club. Drew, we love you. We right. love you out here. Love you. Love you back, love you. Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> His grandma backed it up for her grandson. Man, I'm really glad that we that the calls really turned around today. <laughs> like, I'm so glad I didn't suspend you guys. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you're, you know, talking about, you know, the terrorist events. You know, you're going to get some calls that go on and on. When you're talking about seeing a, uh, a father-daughter motorboat each other, you're going to get those calls. Very true. Nick, what's up? Welcome to Drew Garabba Live. How you doing, Nick? Hey, sorry to bring up an old topic, oh, Drew, but bastard. I really got the, I know, I'm terrible. What I have to try and say is I work for plenty of Muslims. I work through a lot of convenience stores, guys. And you know what, man? Those people are amazing to me all the time. And I don't have any problem with them at all. And I don't think that all these people that call in are just trying to say that all these Muslims are so terrible and they they do this and they do that. It's Even if they did true. say that, I think that would be a little bit better than saying they all work at convenience stores. But no, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm glad you're having positive uh, interactions there with uh, with Muslims, sir. And, and, and good on you. And uh, thank you for not having an anti-Muslim sentiment. I don't know what to say there. 727-579-1025. What's up, Susie? Hello. I'm a member of the nudist colony resort, too. But I'm not a member of Caliente. I'm a member of Como. There's Como Caliente. There's like six resorts in Pasco County alone. Okay, cool. Is this true? Yeah, no, that is true. I uh, found that out yesterday. I've only been to Caliente. I've never been to uh, the other uh, the other uh, ones that you yeah. mentioned. You sound like a young Caliente. hottie, though. Are, are most of the girls over there at Como as young and hot as you are? Yes, they are. They're yeah. a little younger. They're not. They're not fake Barbie dolls like at Caliente. Oh, oh. Yeah. shots fired! Well, I mean, I, I don't see any fake Barbie dolls at Caliente. I've certainly looked. Honey, I've been to Caliente. You're 45 years old. Your boobs start to sag. You, like, you don't perk up and stay alert like that all the time. Very offensive. It's called old age sag. You ever given your dad a lap dance? No. My dad lives in Pennsylvania. My dad's never been naked before in his life. He's never been He's naked. Never been naked. Oh, that's Good on. That's <laughs> impressive. Uh, can, we, uh, can we guess your age without insulting you, young lady? Because I, uh, so, I, I think I, I, got, I know I got well, this Well, should we one. find out where the boobs are hanging so we can go from there? Well, I think I'll, because like of cutting her, open the tree and seeing the rings. It is. But, uh, but because of her uh, anti-fake boob uh, sentiment, I'm going to say that's going to bump it up a couple of years probably. Uh, Mike Rotunda, what say you? How old? Don't, don't say until everyone guesses. How old do you think? this young okay. lady is Micah Rotunda? 61. Wow, okay. Uh, Seth Kushner? I'm going with 19. <laughs> John Senning? <laughs> 82. And uh, ma'am, God, that's insulting. Susie, how old are you? 
I'm thirty. I'm thirty-eight years old, and there are thirty-six feet. Yeah, they no. are. This I, woman is not thirty-eight. I had, th- I had thirty-two on my sheet of paper, just so you know. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. I'm I had sorry. 32. Why are you crinkling up? Let me look at that. No, he yeah, says thirty-two. Oh, okay. I just multiplied my number by two. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Carry the one. We, you seem very angry towards the uh, the young ladies over at Caliente. Did they were they mean girls to you? No, they're not mean or anything. I just think there's a lot of fakeism going on there. You know, oh. I'm sorry, but I'm always fifty years old. Things start to say. Right. Oh, yeah, no, I've seen my share of uh, saggy sacks over there. Let me tell you. It's, uh, so- exactly. <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. I appreciate you. I can relate. Setting the record straight. I thought you didn't look at other guys. You have to. You, I mean, eventually you have to. You don't go out of your way to look at them, but eventually you're going to look at a you're gonna look at a dingling. You ever see anything over there that just blew your mind? Nothing's blown my like mind. Like one though. way or the other? No. You've seen big ones, small ones? Not not the guys. Have you ever seen, have you seen a woman over there oh. where... You're, it's like she's so hot that you kind of follow her around. Follow her around? No, no. I mean, just like, oh, what? No, 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 no. I'm just like, hey, if you're walking through the mall and there's a girl and you're like, oh, hey, I'm just going to follow her to Auntie Anne's to see where she goes next. No. No, 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 no. No, no. no. The, the hottest girl that was ever out there, Lilu brought her, and uh, she hasn't been back since, and I think she's not interested in being the unicorn, but she's the hottest girl that's ever been Okay. But I didn't follow her anywhere. All right. I mean, I, I see your point. I would do that at the mall back oh, in no, the day. No, just like a light, not a stock, just like a light right. kind of, oh, yeah. I happen to be five paces behind you right, for right, a couple like, of miles. Right. Oh, I forgot <laughs> I, needed, I needed a new pair of jeans at Chess King. Yeah, yeah. Let me just go by there for the third time. Oh, we're both going to Wet Seal. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How do we both end up at uh, TCBY? Uh, Ryan, I'm sorry, Rick, what's up? Uh, yeah, guys, I want to talk about Audrey. You guys ever wonder what kind of breath she has of all the people that she's eaten? What kind of breath? Audrey from yeah, Little Shop of... Poor has. Yeah, from Little Shop of Horrors, yeah. You guys what? never wonder what, the, what it smells like? <laughs> I can say that in the many times, and I've probably seen the film at least 25 times, there hasn't been one time where I've thought to myself, <laughs> man... Her breath must be pretty rank from eating all those people. Was that was that your first thought? Because that's that's an incredible mind you have. Yeah, I I think I mean I think it was maybe. 10. I'm gonna even dump it so he can't get really? that. Really? Yeah. Why? I thought that's a, he he likes to figure out what people's breath smells like. Well, no, he's he's just trying to get that phrase that he said on the radio. Well, I mean it's you know it's a phrase that a lot of people would enjoy. Is it? Yo, this audience for sure. I've never seen this. I wouldn't say you need to see it. I enjoy it tremendously. It's one of my favorite movies. What? If my dad, oh, sorry, I was gonna say if Mike had to pick somebody to be naked in front of between her brothers and her dad, who would she pick? Me. Just let's talk because she can't hear us right, right. now, and I hate that I had to bring that up, but it's a good brothers, question. Brothers for sure. Brothers over dad. Absolutely. Both brothers, Bray and Bodellis. Yes. Do you want to ask her or no? No. You don't? Come on. That's a good question. Oh, I thought you were asking who she'd want to see naked between the three of us. Well, you could ask her that, but... Hey, Micah, uh, Seth has a question for you. What's that? Um, <sighs> you going to ask me an awkward question? No. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Who would you want to see naked, okay, between the three of us? No, that's not his question. That was John's question. What's your question? If you were forced to, gun to the head. All right. <laughs> all right. Think about this, all right? That wasn't the question. Think about this. If you had to be naked in front of somebody, the the, the somebody is either your dad or oh, your brothers. Sicko. Who do you pick? It's such a non-issue. It is a non-issue, but apparently it's happening out there, Micah. So, you know, you'd have to prepare like The Walking Dead. You never know what's going to happen. My dad. It, like, my dad could care less. That's... 
yeah. It'd be no big deal. It'd be no big deal because my dad's definitely not a pervert. So and he changed your diapers. Yeah. Hey, change my diapers. I'm his baby girl. Yeah. All right. I have a normal father daughter relationship. But you're not naked in front of your dad. No. Okay. But I mean, if you were, you wouldn't back it up on him. Is what you're saying. No. (laughs) Are there adult daughters that are naked in front of their dads or no? Apparently at Caliente. Yeah, at the naked place. But I mean, in real civilian life, seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Let's find out. But we've got it's okay, it's not okay. Next, including another bizarre family situation that I need help with. This uh, this is a good one. Are you are you going to listen to anybody? I, am, okay. I haven't made my mind up yet, and I'm going to need your feedback because this is an, one of those rare moments when, as a dad, I don't know what to do. I'm surprised. I don't. I know I don't want it, but I think I might have to let it happen. I know what I think about this. Well, good. I look forward to hearing that later. Cornhole at Biff Burger every Tuesday night, sponsored by Fran Hosh Law Group. They also do Kicking Wings Bike Night in Hudson. That starts tonight at six. Tomorrow night, you got Fran Hosh Bike Night at Quaker Steak, the biggest and baddest bike night in town. Every Wednesday night with live music, it gets started at six. Tomorrow night is Customer Appreciation Night. That means they do free pulled pork starting at seven and lasting while supplies do. Live music by the Red Sunday. Thursday night, there's a pool party bike night at Quail Hollow in Wesley Chapel. Uh, Friday night, a final Friday bike night at Harley-Davidson of Tampa. Goes from 5 to 8 with vendors, Harley girls, used bike specials, and more for these events and more. And how you can get Fran Hosh out to your event, go to thebonenline.com and check out the Bone Biker Bar. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.